are Guys in Shorts, bringing you everything that's worth talking about in the world today. If you're not following us on Twitter, be sure to do so at Guys in Shorts Pod. And of course, if you have a free minute or two, please review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Five stars preferred. I'm going to give you a warning ahead of the show. To say we're all a little excited that the Rams are going to the Super Bowl would be yes. a massive understatement. <laughs> Not gonna we lie, I'm are so definitely excited. discussing that and giving all you Rams fans out there our favorite comebacks for when someone tells you the Saints were robbed, even though technically they were ish. No, I, I did not see a flag. Uh, yeah, we were not either. robbed. Nope, nope. Rams are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. Doesn't matter. We're celebrating. We'll also be talking about Super Bowl parties and just all things Super Bowl. Come yes. on, people. This is the biggest week of the year, especially if you're in Los Angeles. Woo! Also, in the must-watch category, we'll be discussing that Fire Festival documentary on Netflix and the one on Hulu. Yeah. Vic watched both. I saw half of one. I saw <laughs> And it is I legit. saw one. I did my nice. homework. No, well done, Darren. Well done. <laughs> oh, it's so messed it's up crazy. and fascinating. And you got to watch it. We'll be talking about that. Plus, calling in to get us ready for betting on the Super Bowl. We have NFL gambling analyst for Sportsline, R.J. White. Mm, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. He knows his stuff. Let's do it. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Whose house? Rams house. Darren Besa. I have no idea what you guys said, but Rams are going to the <laughs> Super Bowl. Oh, oh, could not be more happy. And joining us from the King's Realm, Mr. James Whitlock. Yeah. Go Kings, go! Go, go Kings, go! Go, go Kings, go! I feel like we do three, right, yeah, James? We were supposed to. What was that? That's at the end of the show. I said, I said <laughs> from the King's Realm, but uh, you're... You're on a couple other shows too, right? I uh, I've made my way around. I, I think I'm a cheap date. So you, you you're an overachiever. Uh, That's I, what you yeah, are. You exactly. are the exactly. Portuguese you know hammer of Portuguese, the hockey yeah. world. Portuguese wow. hammer set the tone, and I felt like I had to respond because yeah. we're both sponsored. We're both supporting AEG teams. Yes. No, 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 yes. No. So I kind of did the same thing he did and worked my way onto the uh, Kings, all the Kings men with Jesse Cohen, nice. great co-host. He's an amazing guy. Uh, check it out, but uh, yeah, it's been fun. We we love the Kings and yep. all things hockey. So well, check us out. In my Good book, you're you. both stars, and you deserve to be on on all the podcasts in the yes, world. Yes, here, here. Good for you, and you deserve and, a big fat paycheck. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. That, from from them. <laughs> surprisingly from enough, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> surprisingly enough, podcasts don't pay. I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna put that out there for all there you aspiring is not podcasters. Money in podcasts. Yeah, nope. Kids, not find another profession. <laughs> hey, Daddy doesn't make any money at if, this. Yeah. <laughs> if that astronaut thing doesn't work out, don't <laughs> fall back uh, on podcasts. Unless your name is Joe Rogan yeah. or Adam Carolla. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk about the Rams mm. going to the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, what everybody's talking about is everybody this pesky. Li- well, everybody that lives in New Orleans for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, Just the state of Louisiana. Yeah, that Ooh, whole state. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure you've seen there was a little call that was not that was missed. Pass interference call that, uh, I mean, you could, if you did the math, say that maybe had that call been made, the the Saints possibly, would have punched possibly. their ticket to the Super Bowl. There's, there's actually a statistic on that, and they Ooh. say that 98% chance that the Saints would have scored 
points. Now, I don't know if that's a touchdown. I don't know if that's Even a field goal. Even if they goal. don't score points, they, they it's, still It's a 98% put, chance of putting points down, on the board. They down it. It's a done deal. So. Yeah. So it's not 100%. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. (laughs) So you're telling me there's a chance. If you didn't see the foreshadowing how much we killed it in New Orleans last year Mm. at a certain bachelor party, Mm. you should have known that the Rams were just going to win outright regardless. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we won it then. We sprinkled some some Rams mojo. (gasps) Absolutely. You did some voodoo? (laughs) Yeah. All we must the have apparently. all over the city. Uh, Who knows what wow. Darren did? Probably. Honestly, <laughs> to, from the roof, to this day, all over the place. To this day, I am still a little bit pissed off that uh, we're not having our bachelor party. Yeah, in two weeks. Yeah, because oh, I, I, I know you kind of figured in a in a a wedding date around March or so, but isn't that like around two weeks from now? I mean, could we do an annulment? Is an annulment, and then. Oh yeah, another, and then we'll reconcile real quick. Well, I'll, I'll send your wife a text, and we'll see what, how that goes. Hey, Perfect. nothing mm-hmm. saying you can't renew your vows, and yeah. all oh, of yeah. us yeah. in the room could renew our vows. Yeah, Perfect. totally, I Perfect. agree. Oh, I'm well, on board. Wives go I'm on board. No, who's to say? Why are you including the wives? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. It's James Whitlock. Hey, we got technology. We can do it via satellite. <laughs> Most normal husbands have to ask permission, not James. Though. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's talk about this no call. We we talked actually at length about this on the Rams House this way. Who's this house? week? By the way, Rams, Rams, Rams House. Go check that show out for uh, for. I think we did a solid. 45 minutes, an hour or so. Oh, yeah. of it was hot. Yeah. Solid. It. The way, yeah, it. The way, Super Bowl spectacular. Good stuff. The way that Darren broke it down second by second in that 30-second clip, I mean, it's just amazing. Oh, un- <laughs> I mean, yeah, second listen to that. for second. I mean, it's just, wow. Yeah. You've never heard it like this yeah. before, so go listen to that yeah. first. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> He's the Fiji water chick to Sean McVay's <laughs> oh. Sean McVay. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it even more. Yeah, you are. I'm so love glad you. you guys are on board. <laughs> No, but we were thinking, uh, if you if you, if you go listen to that show, and and obviously you've heard all about this no call, and and you hear Saints fans crying I'm about tired of how the wah, they were wah. robbed, and and other people saying the Rams don't deserve to be in the Super Bowl. We were thinking we should put together a list of comebacks for us Rams fans for when someone says Rams don't deserve to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. We were on a break. <laughs> does, does the, You're pulling does, the Ross. Yeah. Does that not work on this? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it like I it's, tell it's my kids. It's in the right vein. It's in the right vein. But, yeah. I, I, just, I say it to Saints fans like I say it to my kids. Stop sounding like a bitch. There you go. There oh, you yeah. Go. Hey. I love that. Hey. Well, it I works. feel like that actually it speaks works. on Vic's point, which is, hey, put a team on the field. If you're blaming it on one call, yeah. you don't deserve to win. Yeah. Do not leave it up to the refs, guys. Yeah. Yeah. They say that all the time in That's UFC. Right. That's in right. UFC, you know, you don't you, you you either get a tap out or you knock the guy out. Don't leave it for the refs. That's right. Yep. That's or right. Judges in that case, but you get the idea. Yeah. Yes. The really smart guys will use a spillage analogy, but uh, you'll have to listen to the <laughs> Rams house to, to hear about that. That was one. beautiful. That actually brought in a tear. Mouth. Yeah. That brought me a tear, Jeff, yeah. when you brought that up. I was thinking. Thank you, Vic. Yeah. By the way, I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, I'm underappreciated in my own time. I was thinking. <laughs> How about this is just karma for Sean Payton and the whole bounty scandal from a few years ago? Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. Has, I feel like the statute of limitations are not up on that. That was shady as hell. Agreed. Well, Agreed. How do we feel about Sean Payton, by the way, as a coach? He's I don't, a good coach. I don't, I don't like anything. him. He's a I don't good like coach. Him. I don't like him. 
Don't he seems, away he from... seems shady 24 7. Hey, he hasn't been convicted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, true. I true. say innocent until proven guilty. The guy's a good coach. You know, I, I don't know. He's no Sean McVay, but. No, no, Sean Nobody McVay. is yeah. like Sean Except McVay. Except for Darren. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Other than that guy, which is me, uh, I no feel other like person. Sean Payton's a guy, like, I like Drew Brees. I, I don't like him hanging out with Sean Payton. It's like, <laughs> it's like I feel like, Vic, you have a, a well, now an older son. Yes. Darren, you have yes. a son. Like, aren't there those kids that you oh, don't totally. want your son hanging out with? I feel like Sean yeah. Payton's that yeah, kid he, that you don't want your guys. son hanging out with. Yeah. 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 I get you. Even though he's a Super Bowl winning I coach. Trade, uh, I trade Sean Payton like for Mike Tomlin, so. Ooh, uh, hey, don't. But, you know what? <laughs> I'm just well, saying. Well, yeah, but. Yeah, Steelers are a mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you don't blow a 13-point lead? How about that? How about that? I mean, right? 13 points up until yeah. the first quarter. Hey, who that? And they blow that lead. <laughs> yeah. How about, that'd, that'd how about you don't how about you run the ball when you're all you need to do is run the clock out? Yeah. Right, right. I think that's I think that's that football po- 101. 101. Poor yeah. clock management on uh, Sean Payton right and, there. And Vic, you had a great point on the Rams house is that Listen, you went to overtime. You got the ball first. Yep. If you score a touchdown, this game's over. over. So apparently you weren't the better team on the field anyway. So it, it really doesn't even come down to that call anyway. It, it is literally you weren't the best team on the field. You weren't able to score a touchdown when it counted the most. If you wanted it, you would have done it right. then. Exactly. And then the Rams don't even have a chance. Right. Yeah. So close yes. it out. Or shut up. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I also have God hates the Saints. That's uh, I feel like that's a reason. Wow, do yeah. the math on that. Wait, yeah. do the math on that one. God hates the Saints. Yeah, I know. Saints are in heaven. Well, but wow, that's no. I'm saying you there, blew my mind. There. You literally blew my it's mind. Ad- on it's that like the one. Redskins. Like it's yeah. offensive to God that yeah, these guys like, are claiming to be saints. That's like like have you seen them? I, I feel like you know they're all sinners. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, like saying like God hates the angels. Is that is that? Well, but I'm that's just not saying. True. I'm throwing that out there. That's dang it, Vic. That, that actually makes sense. Is that an roster <laughs> joke? I All don't right. know. Strike that one from the record. How about this? This is one of my favorites, and uh, Ben will back me up on this because it's one nice. of his. Well, favorites you know it's too. wrong right there. It's, dang it! Quashed <laughs> <laughs> it before I even got it out. I'm still going to go with that's it. That's what she said. Right. The ball don't lie. <laughs> The ball, the ball don't, don't lie. lie. Ben, yeah. ben will totally and, be on board and with let's, that one. Yeah. Let's be honest. We said this on the Rams house. The Rams were the better team on Sunday. They were, yes. Regardless Absolutely. of calls right. and right. how many calls got Absolutely. it wrong and whatever, the Rams were the more complete team. They absolutely 100% deserved to win that game and uh, and go to the Super Bowl. I'm oh, going to yes. say they 98% deserve to win that game. <laughs> 98%. That's what I'm going to say. That's fine. I am I'm good, good with that. that. Yeah. yeah, I'm just that saying. That is absolutely. highly in yeah. favor for the Rams right there. Um, you know what I would absolutely. tell a person from New Orleans? Or New Orleans? How do you, how do you, if, I'm uh, from, if I'm from there, do I say New Orleans? But if I'm Nolens. from the West Coast? You know, yeah, New Orleans, if I'm saying well, you can't You can't go that because that, that's too much. I, no, I we own New Orleans now. We own it. Okay. Okay. We own it. Okay. We want it. I just we wanted to make it. sure. I just wanted to make sure. New Orleans sounds too New Orleans. Yeah. It's too... But you could say New Orleans. New Orleans. Sounds, sounds sounds and sound a okay. little like... It's Nolens. Go go ahead with it. Nolens. We own the city. Who that? Rams house. You know what? You know who I would tell somebody from Nolens? I would say, you still have Mardi Gras. Yeah. Yeah. You got Marty. Yeah. We still yeah. Yeah. What are you complaining about? Money That's right. What are you complaining city? about? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Mardi Gras is great. I'm sorry. Right? I mean, I haven't been there in Mardi Gras, but, but, I'm, but even we non all know. Mardi Gras is yeah, yeah. We were there, yeah. but awesome. what, three months ago? Yeah. It was a non Mardi Gras yeah. weekend, and Bourbon Street yeah. was yeah. relaxed. Relax. Yeah. 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 Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy your I've city. I've been to Mardi Gras Enjoy several times. Times. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It, go there. Uh, the best advice I've ever gotten for Mardi Gras is wear clothes you don't mind cutting off. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, why is that? <laughs> yeah, because it's disgusting. The streets are disgusting. Oh, the street. okay. okay, there you go. And, and we're back. You, you got to clarify yeah, that. Cut those clothes off before you get back in the car to go wherever you're going. And you can get you can get slushies, alcoholic slushies, uh, through a drive-thru. So. Oh, wow. Jeff knows all about Vegas oh, slushies. Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> Speaking of uh, awesome parties and cutting your clothes off, my Super Bowl party's coming up in a couple weeks. Guys in short Super Bowl parties. That's right. Get it, get it right. Let's talk Super Bowl parties. Quick fire Super Bowl party edition. Yes. James, you wanted to talk Super Bowl parties. Let's go around the room. We're going to go Darren. Okay. We're going to go right. Victor. Okay. All right. We're going to go Jeff All because right. that's the way I look at it. And I'm drunk, so I got to keep it safe. <laughs> <laughs> so first I, question. I love the honesty. Yes. Yes. First question, yes. gentlemen. Favorite Super Bowl treat. Ooh. Favorite so not, not main course, just treat. Treat. Okay. It could be whatever. All right. All right. I feel like um, in a Super Bowl, there isn't a main course. It's, shut it's your mouth. All it's just, Darren's oh, turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Darren. The favorite Super Bowl treat. Well, you know, I think of three. He took too long. Pretzels. Uh, I'm the going with pretzels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Whitlock's bringing the pretzels. Yeah. Oh, the pretzels. Guys. Victor. Okay. Well, since you took the pretzels, I'm going to go with uh, Jeff's popcorn machine. Oh, yes. fresh yes. Pop, popcorn! Fresh that pop is, popcorn. That is pretty solid. That's, That's the winner of my I'm kids' eyes. Yeah. For sure. Oh, it yeah. smells so good. It does. You can't not eat it. Mm -mm. It's incredible. And That's it's fun to said. pop. Hey, <laughs> I don't even know you what know that what? means. Wings. I, I'm going to go with wings. That, 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 that's a staple yeah. of because, every Super no, Bowl. That's you awesome. know what's funny is they were talking about like the ratings of Super Bowls and stuff like that. And I feel like a Super Bowl, you, you almost can't gauge a Super Bowl off of ratings because who knows how many... Like if the ratings were low one year, well, maybe that meant more people were partying and getting together and watching it. It went. I feel like you gauge a Super Bowl on how many wings were sold. Ooh, Ooh. yes, I like that. Am I right? Can I, I can I follow that so up? So Jason Gallo bring one thousand wings. You? <laughs> yeah. Well, Jason, first of all, Jason Gallo always brings wings to yes. our party. Thank you, Jason. Yes. It's what I look forward to. Yeah. Uh, and you always Jason, bring, you are the wind beneath our wings. Yeah, you come through with. <laughs> we're the wind beneath your wings. I don't know. You always come yeah, through with Asian zing. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Darren's here. There he is. Hey. All right. Um, the other thing I would say is that um, I think the biggest treat is uh, being with you guys. Mm. Oh, In your face. So Suck that, James. <laughs> I feel like that was you're that was a loaded question. But you're yeah. absolutely right. It, it's it's not just the food, but it's the company oh, totally. that you get to spend okay, Super so Bowl with. Super Bowl party. Are you able to see and do you care about the commercials? Go ahead. Ooh. Uh, this upcoming Super Bowl, I could give a crap. <laughs> yes. About the about the commercials. Okay. Victor. In a normal year. Normally, yeah, I, I kind of pay attention. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Since the advent of this little thing called the internet, the I can internet. go back and watch the, uh, the commercials, so I don't really care about watching yeah. them during the game. Until I started 
throw in the party. I used to love the commercials and I'd sit there and watch the entire game and, and commercials all the way through. But now I'm up doing stuff and, you know, making sure there's toilet paper in the toilet and, yeah, and all that not stuff. wear the God. maid outfit so, this year? I mean, and then the of... TV in the, in the bathroom is working because you, you do have, have a TV, TV in the bathroom. Yeah. That, the bathroom. Is yeah. that is key. That is key. You don't want to miss a second. No. But uh, I, I haven't watched the commercials. But yeah, Vic, Vic's got it right. The next day, you go on Yahoo, you find out which commercials were the best, and then you watch those ones. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I hate going to Super Bowl parties because I can't <laughs> watch the commercials. Really? <laughs> I hate it. But because of what Vic said is that we can always go to the internet yeah. now. And this is only like three or four years. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Totally. So I've been hesitant to go to parties because I, like, I want everybody to shut up and I want to hear the commercials. <laughs> that but, is very off-brand for you. I know. And I record it. And I go back in the next day and I watch the wow, whole game well so I can, done, watch, sir. The, I well can watch just the commercials. The funny uh, thing so. is, is you have to be in a room by yourself because I feel like at the party, you're the first one talking through all of the yeah, commercials. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so you Maybe. can't be around other people because of you, yeah. not because of the other people. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm going to be honest. There was a commercial uh, during the Super Bowl a few years a few years back. And it's about a jumpy monkey baby. Do you guys remember Were that you one? High? Yeah, it's Mountain Dew. Yes. You no, know, thank you. Because I had no idea what that commercial was about. Nothing. Jumpy Monkey oh, Baby. Yeah. It's because yeah. you two years later are still saying jumping monkey yes. baby. Yeah, that's true. well, that's probably, that's, but that's it was effective. The product, I have no idea. Yes. And uh we do have on our Twitter feed uh already posted uh a commercial that was banned from the Super Bowl. So go ahead oh. and check us out at Guys in Shorts LA and you'll see the banned, already banned commercial from the Super Bowl. Or oh. at Guys in Shorts hash- Pod. Oh, yeah, we did change it, right? <laughs> yes, guys, guys oh, yeah. in shorts pod. I did it. I did it. I corrected Vic on well something done, social sir. media. Oh, good well for you. Done. For the you first like, time well ever. Done. You like that tie-in? Uh, yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, yeah, by perfect. the way, that was pro. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, really good. Thank you Could for I... the popcorn machine because my kids love it. So it, it's, I have it's a to nice say. touch. Could I ask a, a Super Bowl-related question? Yes. yes. What is, what's some, some Super Bowl etiquette or how to be a good guest or throwing a party? And, and I'm going to give mine... And that is bring dollar bills because you know there's going to be squares yes. that day. <laughs> yeah, and, thank God and it's said always hard. Oh, well, <laughs> it's not that kind of party. It's a family show, remember? <laughs> we got kids. Whoa. But, but, whoa, whoa, whoa. but you don't want to be that one that's, oh, I want to get yeah, it. I, no, I'd like two true. squares, but all I got is a 20. Do you have change? That's if you everyone. don't have money, bring dollar bills. Have Venmo. Or Venmo. Or Venmo. That Jesus. Works. Yes. It's, yes. it's 2019. Have Venmo. Very true. Well People done. that don't have well Venmo at this point, shame on you. And by the way, it's product of PayPal. So millennials, it's not It's not like you came up with Venmo. <laughs> PayPal existed before. <laughs> Whatever. Is right, right. no, Ben here? Get off your soapbox. No, no. We got Jordan on, on the King's Room. I have to throw that out to him. He's well a, done. He's well our done. posted millennial. And and Vic's like our our honorary millennial of uh, yes. king, of guys in shorts. It's so. easy for Very you true. to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last question. Yes. Favorite part of your Super Bowl day. Oh, and and not because the Rams are yeah. in the Super that's, Bowl. Yeah, that's oh, cheating. you know, because hey, you, you took my honestly, answer though. This is honestly because I'm a hockey guy. But I love Super Bowl Day more right. than any other sports day, and I love the Stanley Cup. I live for because it's the cup. Right. But Super Bowl Day is its own world, mm. and I think I think it's because we have a great 
uh, friend circle right. surrounded around sports. But mm-hmm. I want to know from you guys, what what is exciting to you about Super Bowl Day? You know, I, I'm going to go with the family. Just the fact that, you know, it's a bunch of friends. It's a, And, you know, I don't look at you guys as just friends. I look at you guys as extended family. And it's so nice that, you know, I really don't get to spend that much time with you guys. I know at one point in time it was 4th of July, and that's kind of been dwindled down a bit. But now it's the Super Bowl It's at party. my house, so that's going to fuck up. <laughs> well, <laughs> the party's not nearly well, as good as it used to be. I mean, you know, back when Ben threw it, and, and now James I, says it. I'm and, the host, yeah, but whatever. He's, well, he's Eric, only Mr. America. It, it just, it's just because Eric's not invited. <laughs> <laughs> this year, Eric will, is never there. I'll That's why. I'll invite him this year. There you go. As long as we invite Eric. But yeah. just the fact that, you know, we get to hang out as a family and just enjoy each other's company with the food, with the game, with the kids, you know, in the jumper. I don't know if you're going to get a jumper this year again. Of course. Get a so jumper because yeah. Jeff does it every year. It's yes. phenomenal. The yeah. kids love it's, it. In yeah. fact, my it's, kids have it's already said. Most, it's the biggest no-brainer move ever for a Super Bowl. You, you you throw the kids in the jumper, and then you can watch the game. But well, my kids have already said they're so excited for Super Bowl because of the jumper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all they give a shit about. I got sense. the one with the slide I'm this like, year, too. Your oh, really? Yeah. You went all out. Oh, it's Rams. You, you didn't get the princess one? No, no, no. For the boys. Yeah. You know. It says whose house right on the front of it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Who's Bounce House? Rams Bounce House. Well, so uh, good good answer. Ohana. Ohana, for me, yes. For me, I could care less about the Ohana. Hey, it's Victor's oh, screw turn. You. But, uh, Victor's turn. We're going out of, of turn. You're out of turn. Dang it. <laughs> Victor, right. go ahead. You know what? You know, obviously, Darren's answer was is is, is I think that's universal, right? I mean, we all enjoy being with our. I with disagree. Our friends. I could care less to see. It's <laughs> the poo poo platters. Just kidding. <laughs> you know what though? Um, Darren working in bowel movements <laughs> once again. Good it's, job. It's the upper deck in and just yeah, bathroom. Yeah. I do got to pee. Oh. You always have to pee. So obviously, that's that's the number one answer I think for everybody, right? Like you know, we love being around friends and and bringing our families. And Jeff does such a great job hosting. I mean. Oh. Oh, Honestly, he really does. He has things for adults. He has things for the kids. He has the big screen outside. It's it's amazing. It's really cool. But that being said, other than family and friends, my favorite part is the food. I mean, oh, you yes. get there and there's just a smorgasbord of of everything that you could ever want to put in your in your in your stomach. That's probably going to kill you later. But who yep. cares? It's yep. Super Bowl Sunday, right? Yeah. And it's everything that everybody wants to have. Yeah, yeah. So they bring their best dishes. Yeah. So yeah, especially. I, Darren's daughter, Kayla. Like, oh, she's excited great, to see what she's yeah. got planned. She's oh, yeah. been she's great been baker. slowly preparing for what I've, she's going to bring I've, on Sunday. I've been yeah, watching on Instagram, so I I'm like excited it. to see. What, oh, she what's loves Super Bowl. She loves it. Nice. Love it. I was going to go with food, but since you took that, I'm going to go a different route, and I'm going to say since we haven't mentioned it yet, I love the halftime show, and I'm going to tell you why. Right. Even though it's not football, right. it's it's the one point of the game where. Everyone, for whatever reason, Just everyone stops, stops yeah. and watches. The ladies, the guys, even the kids, if it's a good act, like everyone stops and together we're watching. Because, you know, the rest of the time everybody's all over the place and talking and conversing. But at the, the that halftime show, whoever it is, you want to see what happens. You want to check out the act. And it seems like that kind of leads into obviously then it's the third and fourth quarter and if it's a good game that gets exciting and plus at the house we have the projector in the backyard yeah. and it's dark enough to actually do the big screen and so I, I just love that halftime and the the end of the game show love off oh, yeah when, when Jeff yeah. says big screen 
it's like a, what a two hundred inch yeah. big screen. It's, <laughs> it's something like that. Hey, uh, if you I'm overcompensating. Get, don't don't be impressed. <laughs> if you ever get an invite to the guys in shorts party, you need to be there. All That's right. right, all right, hey. good stuff. Oh, do you, okay. All right, we're still yes. going. What about James? The guy? I got, James. I got Here's Don't the thing. forget about James. When you, in, I forgot. When you invite James to a podcast, <laughs> expect to go long. All right, go ahead. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> so I, I agree with you guys all. The family, the food. We and, were there. You don't need to recap the show. <laughs> I'm going to say the fourth quarter and the after party. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, if you don't stick around at a at a Super Bowl party to to uh, then really you have kids. Recap <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to kind of recap the night and just and enjoy school it. the next day. Yeah, yeah. no, Not I agree. School. Take the kids out of school. So, <laughs> I'm t- are you taking Monday off? Uh, yeah, I'm taking. Monday. Oh yes, I Monday am too. automatically yes. after Super Bowl. Yes, that's nice. Done. Yeah. So be there for the after party because we light a bonfire, we have cigars, we just have a good time. The kids are still bouncing in the bounce house. Yeah, but. Ultimately, like you get to enjoy the last part of the game. The the fourth quarter is intense, no matter who's playing. Yep. You always want to see that. Right. But then afterwards, you kind of get to recap and you get to enjoy everything that just happened. Yeah, so totally. to culminate everything that you guys discussed and 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 the my favorite part of the evening is just sitting down with you guys and just Kind of enjoying the whole experience. So oh, just recapping. So right. we love um, you, James. We do. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, guys really in do. shorts. Yes. Good. For I. I mean, this is a group of guys that have been around for several decades. So whoa, um, whoa, whoa. Not yeah, yeah. Old. We're old. We're I'm old. old. Is several it. four. Well, maybe Victor. Vic's, but Vic's uh, been around several decades. <laughs> right. I've, I've been around four decades. Well, I mean, so. you're, yeah. you're being kind with several. I mean, let's <laughs> be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy your friends. Enjoy the party. But make sure that you're you're where you want to be on Super Bowl Sunday because yes. that's what it's all about. I mean, the the content itself is its own thing, but the atmosphere that you're around is where you should be and where you appreciate the most in your life. So There you go. Heck, Aww. yes. Well said, James. Good stuff, Good stuff, my friend. All right, let's uh let's regroup because this uh this is falling off the rails, which is you know what? That's what you get when you get James Whitlock. And exactly. wouldn't have it any other way. No, That's why we love not. you, my friend. Uh, uh let's let's hear from uh James, this epic commercial that you guys cut. We're going to yeah, play it again. We, uh, we, we went to work for you You guys, guys went all in on this thing. I love it. <laughs> so let's hear it, and then we'll be back with our interview with R.J. White. Yeah! Woo! Yeah! In a world where the kings no longer reign, one hockey podcast stays true to Kings fans. Cobble shot! Burp, burp, so you guys play hockey. Go ahead and refine your mouth. Spike smells like James's balls. You used to play hockey. You're a child with childlike optimism. Like, Do you know anything about hockey? I'm clearly not a professional. You know what's hilarious? You're on the King's Realm and you have to announce you're going off topic. Wow. You sound like a stupid duck fan. There's beer all over my face. For James Whitlock, the asshole Jordan Heckman, Michael Timoney, I am Dennis Wilson saying, Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! All right, you're my new favorite people in the world. 
missed my whole fucking career. You don't even know who I am. You don't even know who I am. I'll drink to that. Hi, this is Luke Robitaille from the LA Kings, and listen to King's Realm. I think they actually do know what they're saying. James. That's, you know what? It's good that stuff. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. It really does. You know Woo! What? We haven't told you in person. That spot is awesome. Where, really where is. did? How did you come up with that? We, uh, you guys challenge us, and yes. when you guys challenge us, we take I, that to heart. It's funny because okay. I thought it would take like at least a month or two before it would escalate to that point. Uh, but nope, right out of the gate, James so, comes out <laughs> guns blazing behind oh, yeah. the scenes. Behind the scenes, a little look behind the curtain. You guys challenge us. And we stayed up till like two in the morning wow. where we normally edit our show and we're putting this <laughs> wow. whole spot together because wow. we originally said, okay, these guys want something. So we're going to do a, like, I wanted to like in a world with, you know, you're like <laughs> yeah. that guy, uh, what's his name? Fontaine, whatever his name is. Um, God rest his soul. Uh, yeah. Moment he, of silence. Uh, <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I wanted that. And instantly Dennis says, you know what would be great for the background? Inception. <laughs> and oh, I'm like, Inception. So we listen to that. And if you listen to the Inception trailer and then listen to that spot. Oh, I'm going it to have really? sense. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's and, kind and of what now we that did. you say that, I can see a little bit of inception in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I'm was. I'm so that's glad crazy. you said and that. And I love oh. that Eric pointed out that it has nothing to do with hockey, no. which is truly our show. <laughs> we are a hockey show, and we barely talk about hockey. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, is, we're a podcast awesome. about nothing. You know, so. and you know what's amazing is like just like. Darren looks like Sean McVay. You look exactly like Leonardo DiCaprio. Like you guys, <laughs> oh, wow. it's like the spitting image. Minus the good looking. Now that you yeah, say it. I agree. Yeah, well, I agree. Yeah. James, Just you look like... exactly like Leonardo. Can I get your autograph right now? I feel bad for Leonardo right now. <laughs> Sorry, sir, for anything that was said on this show. Leonardo, if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> all right, all Which right. Before we fall off the rails, we got a guest, guys. What? Ooh, yeah, we do. Do you remember? All right. Yes, so sir. Sober up real quick. Everybody drink some water. If anybody's looking forward to this, it's Jeff <laughs> for his fantasy football team. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. We should yeah. talk some fantasy football. Jeff, you need help. I was thinking you sports really betting, but yeah. I guess that is sports yeah. betting. Let's right. do it. I do need help. I'll get some advice from... Uh, not Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not Jason. <laughs> we love you, Jason. We do indeed. We, we do, do indeed. but you suck. <laughs> James. <laughs> no, you know what it ain't? It's a called the Gallo Bowl. It ain't it really called the Gallo Bowl for nothing. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. I, I love it. Jason, I yeah. love you so oh. much. We do. We, we do. love him. Of and you're Asian Z. Yeah. All right. Height. Yeah. <laughs> I love Asian Zing. Here we go. Is Here we go. Bored with that? Our guest today is senior editor for CBSSports.com and gambling analyst for Sportsline, which you can find on Twitter at Sportsline. Here to help us all quit our jobs and win millions of dollars oh, betting the Super Bowl, <laughs> RJ White. Woo! Yeah. Thanks for joining us, RJ. Hey, no problem. 
Yeah, appreciate it. We we should say RJ's uh, on the East Coast, so yeah. he's, he's staying up late. It's, it's it's really late. Nine o'clock our time, so yeah, we appreciate you taking the time with us. So you are the first uh, gambling aficionado we've had on the show. <laughs> yes, he is. And yeah, we are all kind of rookies when it comes to. Do you bet, James? Do you gamble? Ah, uh, no, not much. Not not any official betting. Yeah. When it comes to sports. Yeah, yeah. Right. All yeah, I yeah. do is heads and tails, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. is, is that, does that count? Right. Sure. A little rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> yeah. So, so, RJ, why don't you kind of tell us how you got into sports betting and a little of your background? Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure you guys play fantasy sports, you know. it's Oh, yes. That's the, big, that's the thing that's kind of taken, you know, taken the, the world by storm the last... 10, 10 years or so. I've been playing, I'm 37 now. I've been playing fantasy sports since I was like 12. Like I got wow. into it when I was in elementary school, you know, wow. and checking newspapers. I lived overseas, so I'm checking newspapers for stats, you know, the, oh the next day and, and organizing leagues with my friends because I was like the, the math slash sports nerd, you know, so. Uh, from from following it closely in fantasy, you start to pick up tendencies for things here and there. Then when you get a little bit older and you get into adulthood, you start saying, you know, predicting the winners of games um, just kind of flows through from playing fantasy that long. And then you just kind of edge there more and more. I, I wrote for FanDuel for a little bit. I think I had a uh, picks column there for a little while. And um, then, yeah, it's just kind of, you see other people doing it and you're like, hey, I can do it just as well as these guys, maybe even better. So, um, once there's a, a big like World Series of sports betting type thing, like the World Series of Poker in Vegas, it's called the Las Vegas Super Contest. Once I found out about that, I want to say like six years ago, I jumped in that and I've been playing that and cashed a couple times. You got to get in the top 50, top 100 so, you know, this this year for the first time. So it just kind of spooled out from there. And and now that we're getting it legalized in all these states, you know, I've been doing it for a while, so it just happen to uh, work in my favor. Now, how has that changed things for you? Does it uh, does it take away the mystique now that it's legal? <laughs> uh, no, not really. It's just it's you know like I like I said I was on the ground floor kind of a fantasy for a while. You know, fantasy yeah. dates back to probably the fifties and sixties, I think. So I don't want to act like I was like one of the original guys. <laughs> in it, but I've been doing it for so long that that when it kind of blew up with how the internet took hold and kind of re revitalized the industry, then, um, you know, I can kind of see it building from the ground floor. And this kind of feels like that, you know, we're kind of on the ground stage of something where you're going to hear about it more and more. You're going to see commercials for sports books online more and more. And once you get like a part, teams partnering with sports books and the league partnering with an official sports book, you're just going to hear about it all the time. So I think it's going to get ingrained in our culture pretty quickly once we get to that point. So now you said you started doing fantasy sports when you were 12. And so when you started, probably the internet wasn't around or am I, does that make me sound old? <laughs> when I was 12, the internet wasn't around. Did you start with the internet or were you doing it by well, hand he back reading, then? He was reading Yeah, he was overseas. Reading, yeah. Started by hand the first year or two. Um, we got a computer with CompuServe, but, you know, <laughs> wow. yes. you know yes. the blue screen, and it was only yeah. text. And I was able to hook up to some forums with some fantasy baseball leagues there and fantasy football leagues. So that was, I had been doing it a year or two before that. Then found this cool thing called the internet where you can link up with people, you know, that, that have similar interests. And then, you know, didn't look back from there. Do you think that gave you an advantage doing it by hand, you know, back then? I feel like when you have to work for something, you know, you, you kind of maybe have more of an insider take on the numbers as opposed to 
opposed to us who were just spoon fed all the information yeah. and you just listen to what the experts say. And, and yeah, the thing, the thing I kind of like in it too is if you grow up playing video games, you have good hand eye coordination and you can pick up kind of any type of video game and kind of find your way pretty quickly, even if you don't know the game or you know the system, or whatever. This is kind of the same thing. When, once you grow up with it and you're just comfortable with that, you can kind of dive in. I played like, I, I'm not a huge soccer fan, but because I'm a soccer editor now for the last few years, I've, I've done some fantasy there. And it's kind of like you just apply the same principles there and, and you can kind of figure out, once you know, get comfortable with the stats, you can kind of figure out how to apply them uh, kind of across anything, whether it's fantasy or gambling or anything like that. Do you primarily stick to fantasy football or are you, are you doing other sports also? I've done baseball here and there. Uh, I don't know why I do baseball. I run my own baseball league, and I've been doing baseball as long as I've been in football. I've done basketball here and there. I'm actually in, I don't know if you know Jonah Carey. He's a, he's a baseball writer for, for CBS Sports, and he's been on, you know, the um, uh, Grantland, back when Grantland existed, and, you oh, know, yeah. all these, these sites. He runs a site, uh, league called League of Leagues, and it's actually baseball, football, and basketball all crammed together in one league. What? Wow. And so you got you got to do like oh, an eight-hour draft oh. in in March with oh, all the gosh. all the, the league. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's the Turducken of fantasy. Year. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's amazing. Yeah, and, and it's a dynasty. And another league. one of the editors. I'm no, just kidding. Yeah, we did it for the first year this year. We got creamed, and, and we just didn't know what they were doing. You know, these guys had a couple more years on us, so. It was fun. That's, it was a good experience. Looking nice. forward to that draft here coming up in March. You want to make a lot of money, you should get Jeff on it. He's he's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get he's, him to get in and pay. <laughs> You'll be rich quick. I was yeah. in the uh, toilet bowl of our fantasy football league this year, <laughs> RJ. I'm sad to it. And, and I want to say you've been in a toilet bowl a few times. Have you? Uh, Actually, you not? know what? While we have RJ on the line, <laughs> let me get some tips for next that. season. What's what's your take on uh, on the importance of the positions? Because this season, I I took the strategy of waiting on a quarterback. And everybody drafted quarterbacks early, and I waited, and I'm like, you know what, screw it, I'm just going to stream a quarterback, because everyone was gone, and I ended up with Marcus Mariota, who sucked at the <laughs> beginning of the season, That's and then I, I just, it, it fell apart from there. But what, what's your thoughts on the importance of the positions? Yeah, I, I think it really kind of depends on the, the league and the other owners. You know, I play in leagues with the, with the CBS guys, you know, I do a ton of leagues with them. And um, they are conditioned to wait on quarterbacks, so I can get good values on the better quarterbacks if I want to jump early on one. In typical leagues, just you know, if you're talking about 10, 12, 14-team leagues, I think it's smarter to wait on a quarterback um, just because there's not that much difference once you get past the, few, the, the top few guys. So if you don't land like a Patrick Mahomes in the first few rounds next year, um, maybe I'm waiting and I'm just getting a couple good guys and playing matchups um, you know, with, with some later, later round guys. I'm fascinated at how many leagues will people will run. Like yeah, if you're in seriously. the business, um, how many leagues do you typically uh, involve yourself in throughout the year? Um, this year with football, I want to say I was in about 10. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, wow. it's, it's I just had a little heart attack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It's impressive. Did you have like your favorite yeah. one though? Yeah, I've, I've got a league with my friends back home. Um, you know, I'm originally from Texas, and I'm still in the league there that, you know, that I have with my friends locally from there. So that's kind of my favorite just because, you know, it's, it's my one chance to, to still talk to those guys now since yes. after I moved away. Oh, and then the, the, the ones that I'm in at work, you know, they kind of all lump together because they're all in, all in CBS, obviously. It's a great provider. But you got your list, and then you just kind of have to go through six or seven leagues 
um, for that that system, and it just kind of feels like, all right, done with this one, on the next one, it gets kind of a little bit of a drudge, especially when your teams are kind of slacking and it's week 10, week 11. Yes, I love hearing that, that of all the leagues you're in, and you're with CBS Sports and guys yeah, from yeah. there, that's still the most important is the one with your boys from back home. That's awesome. And it, and it sets apart a professional that can handle 10 leagues oh, versus us geez, who can at yeah. most handle, what, three yeah, or not even those. one. Or not yeah. even one sometimes, <laughs> Jeff. Well, let's uh, let's let's get away from that because uh, yeah, we don't need to talk about my fantasy season. Let's talk about <laughs> this uh, Super Bowl yeah. and uh, and our Rams. Now, uh, full disclosure, I don't know if you know this or not, but you're talking to a room full of uh, Rams fans. Well, there's one Steelers fan, but he doesn't matter. But, oh. uh, Get so out. we we are all pumped. So we'll tell you that ahead of time. But you mind giving us your thoughts on the now infamous no call that's heard around the world? I think it was terrible. I I don't know how you you know it's it's hard to legislate against that kind of thing because once you start getting into how do you review non calls and to call the penalties, you know, you're just opening Pandora's box. But I don't know what the ref was looking at to not call that. That was the most obvious penalty I've, I've seen in my life. Yeah. It it really was unbelievable. Yeah. You know, I'm going to give you a hypothetical situation. Imagine if Godell decided to go ahead and do this game over, and we start at that point where he gets that passer interference call. What's the impact on the betting world? Um, I, I, I that's hard to say because is it even fathomable? I don't think so because any anybody that's cashed their ticket, you yes. know, you're not going to be able to get yeah. that money back. And so I, I think I don't know. You probably have to say all oh, if you haven't cashed your ticket, your ticket's null at that point. And then anybody with the other side, you know, you're kind of just screwed. You know, it's no, we're not going to be able to, to, uh, to honor that. And I'm sure they say something like must be completed on game day, I think is on the ticket. Some, okay. Something, There's some language like that that gets them out. Yeah. I feel like you had a good idea on Twitter. Didn't you say, uh, we should just combine the Rams and the Saints to take on the Patriots. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That'd be interesting for sure. Hey, if it means we beat the Patriots. Wanted- yeah, I want to see how Sean Payton uses uh, Jerry Goff, Drew Brees, and Taysom Hill all at the same time. Yeah, uh, uh, I feel great. like the guy that bet on that scenario at the beginning of the season is a millionaire. Yeah, <laughs> whoever much. put a dollar on the Rams and Saints versus the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> what were the odds on that? Uh, well, speaking of uh, odds and bets and and stuff like that, every Super Bowl it seems like there's a bunch of like random weird ooh, bets these prop bets. Yeah. And what's your take on these? What are some of the good bets that maybe listeners and us should uh, maybe consider placing? And what are some of the sucker bets that, that you'd suggest staying completely away from? Yeah, I love the prop bets. They're a lot of fun. Um, we don't know the exact numbers on some of them because the Westgate kind of is, is the, the gold standard for us. And they don't release their props until Thursday night. So we're going to get those. We're going we're gonna to dig into them and we're going to have some... Uh, some best prop picks up at Sportsline for that. But I've been putting together a prop guide that we're going to release on CBS. And so I've gotten to dig into some of the uh, the earlier ones that were released for online books, and then we'll kind of update them. So that's an interesting anthem one, some some which team will score first, those kind of things. Um, it's funny because usually the anthems run around two minutes. You see you see the over-under set, you know, 155, two minutes, somewhere around there. And that's the first thing people can bet on, so there's a lot of focus on it. Well, Gladys Knight gets announced as the person singing the national anthem. You go on YouTube and you go, you, you you search Gladys Knight, and there's only one thing that comes up for national anthem, and it's this this clip from 1991, and nobody knows where it's from. You know, it's just some random YouTube clip, and she sings it in a minute 40. So I think because 
just of that clip, they released the uh, the over under for a minute forty five on the online sports. Oh, wow. I think you go crazy. over on that. <laughs> I was gonna say she's probably yeah, clocking in at four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's gonna milk that. Can you bet on her doing yeah. dropping the mic when she's done? <laughs> <laughs> like Jimmy Buffett? No, I, well, I'm sure somebody offers it. You know, there's so many books out there that can do that. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think they they kind of screwed themselves with that because everybody's going to hit the over. Yeah. And I think it is going to go over. We're doing the national anthems on the Super Bowl stage in front of 100 million people, hundreds of millions of people in 2018. Yeah. A lot different from this random YouTube clip in 91. So sure. I'd say she hits two minutes, around two minutes for sure. So you're betting that one? Um, yeah, if you can find it for good odds. I mean, I've seen it at minus 160 right now, which means you got to lay 160 to win 100. You know, I, okay. I, I don't like taking these, these once you get too, yeah. too um, you know, weighed down like that. I don't like taking them. I like to try to make my money on the value bets, looking for the, the, the plus 140s and plus 150s. Mm-hmm. I think I have a good shot at coming in. So I, I don't know about that one yet. You know, like I said, it's still really early on some of these, but uh, – We'll see. We'll see. I don't think the Westgate puts out any anthem odds, bro. So we'll see what uh, other providers are, are are throwing us later in the week. What about how many times they announce uh, Sean McVay's age? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like well, yeah, that, that has to be in there. Funny. The the, uh, the game's on CBS, obviously, and I work for CBS. So when it comes to to those type of odds, I just kind of put them out of my mind altogether because I know we're not going to get to write about them because people are going to, you know, once you do that, they're like, oh my god, do they have some inside information about when the commercials are done yeah. or oh, how many times yeah. the announcers yeah, are going to talk? So. I don't even mess with any of those, you know, working for the company that that shows. <laughs> oh me. yeah, yeah, it makes sense. This is this has been great, RJ. Any uh, anything uh, you want to let our listeners know about how to find you and and where we can read your stuff? Yeah, if you go to sportsline.com um, and use promo code white, you get your first month of access for one dollar. Um, nice. You could do that now. Obviously, you get all the Super Bowl content we're going to be putting out there. I think it's. It's kind of best to save that promo code once you get into uh, March, because March Madness is really where where people start making a lot of their money. So much fun betting on those games. I'm not a college basketball expert, you know. I kind of rely on the rest of the experts on there that are throwing those picks in. So um, I, I would look to to us uh, for Super Bowl content for sure, and, and we're gonna have that props info out as soon as we can this weekend. But uh, then especially March Madness. I mean, you can find the rest of my stuff at CBSSports.com. I have a betting tips column that goes up every Thursday during the season. Just finished writing it, um, you know, t- earlier today. So we're going to put it up tomorrow and have it kind of a long lead time for the rest of the week for the Super Bowl. Are there any gambling websites or sports books you recommend? Um, online sports books, it's hard to say. Everything is offshore right now. So you don't want to get gotcha. stuff saying, hey, definitely use this one. And, um, you, you know, it's everything's got a dot LV and a dot EU. So they're kind of registered in different countries. I think we are going to get to the point where it's going to be more. Um, you know, more available throughout states, and then it looks easier for people to just do it locally and kind of feel more trustworthy. So um, I don't know that I would recommend one. I mean, every everyone's got good, you know, good starting offers, and you really kind of want to get a mixture of a few because sometimes you'll find better odds in one place, sometimes you'll find better odds in another place. When you just limit yourself to one book, you're kind of just taking whatever they got, and sometimes you're not getting great odds. And that could be the difference between pushing, like if you get a minus three somewhere and the, the game falls as a three-point game, and if the, the, your book only has three and a half, you might lose that game. Yeah. So you just kind of shop around for whatever you can, especially if you're in Vegas. You kind of got to hit all the spots that you can and try to get the best line. So we're playing. We're planning our Super Bowl party for guys in shorts. What is your best recommendation for your Super Bowl party food? What's your <laughs> oh, favorite? Great, great question. I mean, it kind of depends on, on who's going to be there. You know, we've, I've had 
times where, you know, it's just a few of us and we just, you know, fry up as many wings as we possibly can. I've had times where it's, you know, just a, a big mixture of people and kind of people, people fill up on like, if you have like a great like dip with all these great vegetables, people kind of hit that, fill up on that. And then they get too nervous to watch the game with most of their teams in it. And, and you kind of see the rest of the good food that you thought was going to be popular kind of fall by the wayside. So then you really just got to determine what groups you're going to be hanging with and, um, and kind of go from there. Well, I, I'm a Rams I, fan, so I'm going to bring a bag of Skittles. <laughs> bag of Skittles. There, that's my contribution. RJ is like Sean McVay. He's unfazed by any question you throw at him. He just answers it, I love uh, it. to the I best, love it. Uh, best of his abilities. <laughs> I, I actually have one. Well, wait, two. First, <laughs> have you have you placed a bet on the Super Bowl yet? I threw my pick in on the game on Sportsline on, as soon as I could Sunday night, basically. And I typically write something for them, and they, they go out and promote it. Um, but I told him just get it in the site right away. I wanted to get the, the best number I could, and Uh-oh. I knew there'd be so much action on the Patriots. So um, I knew the line was going to fluctuate a little bit. So I got my pick out there on Sports. I need to go check it out there. All right, oh, all right. We got to oh, go to Sports. Good line. Line. Yeah, good good line. Line. I love it. Check it out love right that. now. All right. Last question before we go: Is there any strategy to picking squares? At the Super Bowl party, <laughs> do you do you have something? I am always losing at that thing, and I got to get a win this year. <laughs> yeah, buy all the squares. How about that? Yeah, yeah. No, if, if there is, you know, I, I assume that they're not telling you what the numbers are in advance. You just got to grab a square, and that's right. And then you get whatever you get once they fill it out. So I don't, I don't know how you do a strategy in that. You that's why he's bad at fantasy thank football. You, thank yeah. you, James. The professional doesn't have an yeah, answer don't, for don't you, Jeff. I wouldn't take like three or four in the same row because once you get a bad number, you know, then you're kind of oh, there's screwed. A, oh, so hey, look at that. Spread it out. Like you know, play, act like you're playing Battleship and you can probably be okay. <laughs> There oh, you go. Solid. There you the go. Battleship strategy. I, I like that. it. Well, you suck that. at Battleship also. RJ, thank <laughs> Dang it. You're right. Shoot. RJ, thank you so yeah, much thanks, man. for Absolutely. your uh, for staying up and, and talking with us. We really appreciate it. Hopefully you. uh, you'll maybe uh, come on again. Maybe for March Madness, we can, we oh, yeah. can talk some more. No problem, guys. Good luck. Good awesome. luck Rams. Great. Thank oh, you very yes. much. R.J. White. Woo! Woo! Yeah. How about that? Hey, he knows Good the stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. He knows what he's talking about. I'm taking that to the bank. Yeah. yeah. I'm making some money this year. I like it. So, uh, Jeff, uh, don't pick a quarterback in the first uh, two rounds. <laughs> I mean, you got to wait a little bit. No, he's not going to listen. I'm definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> he said not to. <laughs> You know what? You know what he, one of those top Mahomes, come on! You know what he said. You know what he didn't say, or he never mentioned, is is that I shouldn't take Greg Zerline in the third or fourth round. I'm just saying. That's that's oh. true. Yeah. That's true. He never, never mentioned that. You oh yes. Oh yes. Thank Real you. quick, Thank you. Uh, James is playing high score on the breathalyzer. What do you what got? got, James? <laughs> Point one two eight. <laughs> Whoa! That escalated you quickly. That did go you went yeah. up pretty quickly because yeah. you were what? Point zero. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. It's a great night. <laughs> well, I got the. We'll make up the hate couch and you can sleep there for tonight. Not on my hate couch, buddy. <laughs> Come on. All right. You can sleep on the floor. Okay. Let's uh, let's let's shift gears here. We've talked enough football. Actually, that's not no. True. We did it. The, the Rams, Rams are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, guys. this we- show should be all football. Yes. Or you can just go to the Rams' house. Yeah. Or you can yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's let's shift gear though for everyone else who uh, who came here for for something more than that. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, Vic <laughs> had a great topic to bring in. Oh, thank why don't you. you tell us about it? You know, there is um, it was a, a documentary that popped up on on Netflix, and I'm like, oh, well, hmm, that sounds kind of cool, you know. And uh, come to find out, there was another one on Hulu about the same topic, and 
you know, I'm sure all the uh, millennials out there are familiar with the Fire Festival. I'm uh, even familiar with it. Yes, yes. <laughs> You're not, not a millennial, though. Yeah. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> right, but I mean, some of our old, you know, older listeners that are like me that are, uh, you know, listening to this podcast not might not be familiar with it. And um, the documentary was about this festival, and more importantly, it was actually about a guy who tried to get this festival made. And it is incredible what happened with this festival. Um, long story short, you know, this guy comes up and he he's a, a entrepreneur from uh, the tech world, and he had this other company before that. In the beginning of the Netflix, there's Netflix and the Hulu one. The Netflix one uh, is kind of a little bit more sensational. The okay. Hulu one actually has uh, the uh, guy in question, the owner in question. But uh, the Netflix one starts off with they're talking about this up and coming guy. He's a young guy. He's you know in his, what is he mid twenties something like that. Yeah, he looks about twenty. When he's yeah. doing the the uh, Magnesis card, and he has this brilliant idea. Anyways, it takes off. He uses that money. Wait, real quick. It yes. is actually a brilliant idea. It's like yes. Uber for booking. Yes. talent yeah for yes. your for well, your parties or, or the, your whatever for oh, the for phenomenal. the fire for the fire app but before that he we actually had a company called magnesis yes. which was a credit card slash and, yeah that's a good idea VIP too. card or whatever he turn he takes the money from that and he starts his own a second business and uh yeah Jeff's exactly right it's a it's a brilliant idea where you can actually go in and hire talent uh, to come in and what, do you want them to sing for your bar mitzvah or for your you know Super Bowl party, whatever it is? If you have the money, you can get these people to come. So yeah. I'm going to use my Magnesis card to bring in Beyonce to uh, <laughs> pod with us, guys. Yeah, I is like that going to work? Why has Why haven't Jess used this for the Guidance Shorts party? Yeah, I don't know. Bust don't out know. your Magnesis uh, card. Watch the documentary; you'll know why we haven't used <laughs> yeah. it. For the, Thank right. you, Jeff. Thank party. you. So, anyways, it fast forwards to the, the him and uh, Jaw Rule get together, and they have they want to put on this festival to promote this actual fire app, right? And they're calling it the Fire Festival, and they want it to be the next Coachella or the next uh, Woodstock or whatever, you know. And it, they originally had this idea of going on this island, right? And uh, they wanted to bring. Uh, the acts of this island, and they wanted to bring a whole bunch of people to enjoy this festival on this island. And I don't want to give away too much because you really should go watch this this documentary. But uh, both of them actually. But uh, man, it turns into a shit show really fast. Oh my <laughs> gosh! What I mean, yes. it has the makings of amazing. It days, does. It so sounds like, it's really a good. Genius got, idea. Yeah. Pablo Escobar's island. Right. You've got a built-in airway, so you can fly people in. So like the structure itself is amazing. Yeah. Like. It has the makings of being something phenomenal. Until you realize, oh, we're going to bring, uh, what, like 50,000 people or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, it was a number is, of people that was never going to work. Into a place that yeah. has zero infrastructure for None that many people. Whatsoever. And, and yes. one of the ways, that, okay, one of the genius ways that they actually made uh, this thing become, you know, bigger than it actually, you know, bigger than anything before it was they had invited a whole bunch of uh, uh, social media stars, right? Influencers. So Instagram. Instagram influencers, right? So there's there's models that are on there. There's also people who are technically not models, but they're 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 considered Instagram influencers. They get Kendall Jenner, which I'm sure uh, Ben's going to be happy to hear that. But uh, they get <laughs> one of the things that they did was they brought him in and they filmed like a commercial, right? And using one of the hot up and coming um, media marketers yeah, uh, called right. Fuck Jerry, right? So. They get these beautiful models to come in. They shoot like a weekend of stuff. They get a, a really tight, good commercial going. 
And then right before they're about to launch, they have not only these models influencers, but they paid a whole bunch of other actors and actresses and other people mm. at the same exact time on the same day to put up an orange tile up on Instagram. So, you yeah. know, a lot of people who are following all these people suddenly see all these orange uh, tiles that pop up. And if you click on that tile, it takes you to the Fire Festival uh, information page where yeah. you can get a villa for twenty five thousand yeah. dollars. It's crazy, they paid, right? What's their name? Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, and Ja Rule is a co-founder yeah, he, of this. Yes, festival. that's that's a big part of it. I think is like, that Ja Rule. Yeah, is is his name is on the marquee base pretty much. So it makes it seem like a legit business. But uh, as this, as both documentaries seem to point out, or not seem both part both uh, documentaries point out. It was not legit yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. And if you ever heard of a Ponzi scheme, this is pretty much is is what well, happens on this. And on I will credit everybody that was on these documentaries because it's hard to talk about a time where you've been taken advantage of, and you were at your weakest point. These guys really, I mean, are are stars in their own right, and they have their own media and followings, and they got taken advantage of. And yeah. this guy was just really good at what he does. And influencing people to get on board with him, but it I, was it was sad. I, I would have to say that you know it. Watching this documentary, and I and I only watched the Netflix version of it, and not the Hulu version. And I know there's two different probably sides of the story, but this kind of says that you know what millennials in some way are just fucking stupid. <laughs> Because yeah, yeah. Hey, Ben's here. Yeah. Hey, Ben. Yeah, I agree. What's going on? If you're going to spend $200 or $300 on a ticket, no, so be it, to go to, yeah. to go to a concert that, that you know about in your local city, that's fine with. But when you're spending $45,000 on a fucking cabana in the Bahamas, or you're spending $75,000 to go on a luxury yacht and spend the day with Kendall Jenner without realizing, you know what? Is this even fathomable? Can you imagine Come the amount on. of money Ben lost on that investment? <laughs> <laughs> like to be with Kendall Jenner. You know what? You know it's it's but, easy it's easy to shit on on millennials, but to, uh, snake oil men have been around forever. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. And you look at you look at the showmanship, the right. the advertising, and and even in the documentary, they say this guy he. He shelled out the money for the best of everything, yeah. the best internet marketers, the best production guys, the best of all that stuff. He he assembled this team. There was a let me let me put it me okay. So we've all heard of Enron, right? But let's there was a car that was in the, I believe in the seventies. I want to say late seventies, early eighties, where a, a person was was pushing a car that was supposed to be all electric, right? And they had uh, investors. They had uh, people. They had a show. Like they had a show about this damn car, right? He, he, this person who who brought this car got millions of dollars from people because he was supposed to, you know, build this car. He was supposed to build a, a factory, get this car built, and everything. Come to find out that the car that the car that he brought to every show to show to these investors to show to the automotive industry to show at car shows, there was nothing inside the car. It was a really? shell of a car. Yet he stole millions of dollars, and by he I mean he was dressed as a woman as he was doing this. But it was a guy dressed as a woman who wow. sold all of these what? people. Yes. So to say it's 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 because you know I, I, nope. this has happened throughout our history can, and will I happen. I can go again. even further back than that. And actually, I'm going to go to my uh, roots of Death Valley, which I love wow. so much. If you look up, and uh, James was there this last yes, year, sir. but Death Valley Scotty. Look him up. 
he was this larger than life character that he convinced this this millionaire to build him a castle in the middle of the desert because he promised this guy that he had a gold mine out there and hmm. and the investor did it he built wow. this castle and, and and he told Scotty yeah mine the desert mine the gold and you know we'll see the the profits there was no there was no gold mine there's yeah. nothing, uh, but hey. you can still go to <laughs> Scotty's castle. And nice. You know what? Let's go. No relation to Scott Wilson, who's a Golden Knights fan. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just going to put that out there. And the Stretch of the Week award goes to James Whitlock. Well Golden played, Knights sir. suck. But that was well played. Well, well played. Well played. Just for that. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that credit. I feel like since James is here, and when I think of salesmen, James Whitlock is the picture in the dictionary that pops up for me in my mental dictionary, his picture literally pops up. He was a pizza sale champion in the high school band five years running. Oh, really? You only go to high school for four years, but he was five years. Five years. I don't know how that works. Do the math. You're uh, the five-year plan. Good for you. But real quick, we should talk about this guy. who who, What's his name again? The the Billy? Billy something. Billy Billy Joe Cyrus. He he was... I didn't see the Hulu version. I saw the Netflix one, but I saw the preview for the the Hulu Hulu version, and I was fascinated by... They ask him, are you a sociopath? Yeah. And... He didn't answer right away, no. Well, that means like, yes. He had to think about <laughs> He's the grade question. He's great A sociopath yeah. right there. And and it made me think, like, but to be like a good salesman, yeah. you have to have that. James, what do you have to have to be that salesman that can just get anyone to do anything? I mean, quite honestly, I don't appreciate you associate with that with <laughs> <Yeah>. sociopath. <laughs> but, Jeff, that's what we call a put down right there. Yeah. Well, well, at well, the same it, time, I'm was... not going to stop myself from commenting. <laughs> so maybe that's Because he true. loves to hear his know. voice. Yeah. <laughs> and we're we're drunk. By by the way, Brooklotic, thank you very much for the Isla Barley. Yeah, yes. Yes. thanks yes. for bringing the whiskey tonight. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, but it really comes down to passion. Like if you honestly believe that this project is going to be what you envision it to be um i think sometimes there's a chance this guy just lost his way like initially he thought this was going to be exactly what he marketed it to be but then when you start watching some of the behind the scenes and you start seeing how him yeah, and who ja he Rule really is, yeah. started running this thing as their own personal party um Throughout the marketing process and everything else, I think you start to see where he lost his way. Like he yeah. intentionally started this to be a thing and to market the the site and the app for what it was. Fire was gonna be a great thing. I still think it's gonna happen. You're under kidding. a different well, name. No, still? well, no, but because oh, someone else will do no, it. The the idea of fire and, yeah. and being well, able to, he's right. It's a good idea. Because I have, actually James, right. I, let's, honestly, let's start it. I on. I wrote a song for my first son that uh, is a is kind of oh. a parody of an Usher song. Please break into it right now. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I'll never. Oh play look, it for he has anybody. a guitar. It's horrible. <laughs> I recorded it with a uh, unknown so DJ unprepared in the city, but. Uh, I will not play it ever because it's horrible. Because <laughs> he made me record it personally. But, oh, there's a, there's a tape. Oh yeah, there's there's actual oh. audio of it. It's horrible. What does it take to get that tape? <laughs> More than you have. Uh, Let's go another round of whiskey, guys. Yeah, Come on, exactly, can yeah. we get that? But nonetheless, I'll take you to it, the fire festival next year. 
I'm in. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, With your private cabana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it, it honestly just takes passion. And and people get on board with that. They see your passion, and and honestly, at this at this point of stage in our society, it doesn't take much to market, and and get people on board because people are in the moment. They they just see what the vision is, and yeah. they don't actually look at what's behind it. And really, he didn't have much behind it. They talk about how he got on a plane. He would go fly somewhere, meet with a, a, a venture capitalist, and come back with two million dollars. And people were just like, wow, this is legit because this guy can get money. Yeah. yeah. That's his superpower. Uh, yeah, he was good. He was yeah. good. He was passionate about what he represented, but he had nothing behind it. I, I feel mean, like with, with salesmen, and maybe you'd agree with this, and I don't mean this as an insult, you know, but it's gonna there's, be an insult. There's passion. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a, it's totally gonna be an insult. <laughs> there's, there's the percentage of passion and the percentage of BS. You know what? And a and a good moral salesman, it's it's more passion and maybe a little BS. Yeah. I feel like this guy, yeah. he had the passion, so but there's a lot of BS. Yeah, I honestly think this guy had the passion and didn't see the BS. And yeah. and I see, think I he lost his way. Yeah. And I don't think he I mean, eventually he had to he had to come to a point where he knew he was screwing people over. That but I think that came at like at the seventy five percent point. And he was so deep in it. You know how you, there's a there's a term called pot committed. When you're playing when you're playing poker, you're pot committed into something. You're yep. you're so deep into the pot that you now have to bluff even against your own best judgment. <laughs> say, the people are going to show up and know that they're sleeping in tents. <laughs> when do we tell them that? So K Rock, yeah. K Rock actually Fema had a tents. great point about this. K Rock did. No, a I'm giving great, away too much. K Rock did a great spot on this, and they they talked about it, and they said that how funny is it that this guy hired the best of everybody, media, uh, personalities, everybody to market this thing, and it was a guy with 300 followers. That posted a picture of a cheese sandwich. Right. Oh, yeah, this kid, right? Yeah. That took it down. That took the whole thing down. Wow. Um, and and really brought it to light. And it what brought this guy to federal charges because this guy and, and this guy paid for everything. He had m hundreds of millions of people that he marketed to. This guy with 300 followers took him down. And that speaks a lot to our society now. Yeah, and I guess it speaks on the internet, which, you know, say what you will about it, but, it, you know, you can say it does keep people honest. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Good on him. Oh, yeah. So definitely, uh, it's a must watch. The, yeah. And uh, both of them actually really well. On Netflix and Hulu, yeah, watch the, the Fire Festival. The Netflix docs. one is actually produced by that, that, that Fuck Jerry um, uh, you know, group Jerry of, Media. Uh, yeah. All right. So. Um, it it kind of shows you the the side of the work. It shows you more of the side of the workers uh, on the island and uh, the guys that he brought onto the island. Um, it gives you a little bit more of a background of exactly what uh, was going on uh, in that respect. The Hulu one actually has, uh, I believe his name is Billy. I'm going to Billy, yeah, like an it's idiot Billy. if his yeah. name is not Billy. But they have an interview with him with his girlfriend, so it kind of gives you an insight into what was going on uh, there as well. And um, uh, it, it he comes off as and it's before well, I'm not gonna say it but it's he comes off as he's very smug in this interview and and there's obviously some questions he won't answer 
Uh, and you can kind of, I don't know if his lawyer was there or whatever, but he, you mm. can see he's kind of looking to his left a, a couple of times. But, uh, man, he's just, he, he, I, I would love to believe James, you know, version of accounts here, but I think you need to go and watch the, the, both of the uh, documentaries and make the judgment for yourself. Cause yeah. I feel a little bit differently about him. Um, but I, I, under, I get where James is coming from, from with it, but, uh, both do- documentaries are really good. You'll get a, a great side from both. And uh, if you get a chance, if you're only going to watch one, I would say watch the Netflix one just because it's a little bit more entertaining. Okay. Than the Hulu. And one. I just to correct you real quick. His uh, his true name is inmate two one two seven four six five two four. Well played. Yeah, number. Yes, he's indeed. dressed in orange. <laughs> all right, we're out of here. Big thanks to James Whitlock from the King's Realm and all the King's Men and the Kings Go to Town and the Kings are the <laughs> King pod. And, and check out i uh, iHeart Radio. Kings have a twenty four hour show. Um, and and network that you can check out. Really? And it, it even has on demand. So check that oh, out. Cool. iHeartRadio. Look up for the Kings Network. It's uh, it's a great show. Wow. Are, are they going to be talking about the Rams going to Super Bowl anytime soon? How do you get any nope. sleep, by the way? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> the 24-hour Kings station going yeah, on. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, James Whitlock, thank you, sir. Thank yes, you, James. sir. Yes. Woo! Good to see you. As thank always, you. give our best to the rest of the Kings realm, guys. Michael and, Timoney. Uh, oh, yeah. Michael yes. Timoney, that guy, headed off to the Super Bowl. Gosh Lucky dang it, devil. dude. I'd love to be his shoes right now. Uh, definitely. Also, check out the Rams house this week. We got oh. our Super Bowl spectacular we up there, it and it is spectacular. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, I say that with uh, 90% BS and 10% passion. No, no, no. 90% passion and 10% BS, for sure. <laughs> there you go. And uh, always us. You can find us at Twitter at Guys and Shorts Pod. We're on Instagram at that same address. We made it easy now. Changed it up. Good stuff. Facebook, guysandshorts.com is the website. And uh, as always, please review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Spread the word about Guys and Shorts. Uh, subscribe. All that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All that good oh. stuff. Yes. We're out of here for Victor Costello, Darren Besa, and James Whitlock. I'm Jeff Wilson. Go Rams! Go Rams! Rams At Kings Rome Pod. (laughs) 